Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is your Bomb Wednesday service. I am Naima Cochran, better known as the Senior Pastor of Music Sermon. And with me, at, as always, is Karin Phillips, my Director of Helps Ministry. Karin, you don't have your um, cocktail for Kamala today. Um, look, I'm, I'm saving all the drinks for tomorrow night. Uh, well, for the debate. Well, later tonight, when people when are listening. When people listening, to yes. The vice- to see her, uh, get this racist ass white man up off the paint. <laughs> the vice presidential debate is on Wednesday night. Um, and seeing as how we don't know when we're gonna get another presidential debate, we <laughs> might as well go ahead and um and tune in. Uh, Car yeah, and, <laughs> and I had a lot of different things that we were gonna talk to y'all about today, and all that went away. On Friday morning at about 1 a.m. Because Donald J. Trump is a fucking fool. And I and I can't believe this is reality. But before we get to that, as always, let me do housekeeping, church announcements, etc. As you guys know, Wednesday service is part of a larger... What are you eating? An apple? I'm apple. hungry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm hungry. As you know... Wednesday service is part of a larger family of programming under the Bomb Network and Count the Deans Network. So on the Bomb Network, which is the black folks, I mean, Count the Deans is a wonderful family and there's black people on the regular Count the Deans feed too, but the Bomb Network is black opinions matter. That's us. But, you know, and I know it's not just us listening, but we welcome you in. Um, You have the Crazy Sexy Cool Pod on Monday. You have the OG podcast on Tuesday, the Bomb Podcast. You have us on Wednesday. You have Woke Bros with Waz on Thursday, and you have Growing Up the Same with Trey on Friday. And I believe that we have um, like a little family situation, a little family get together coming up um, in the next few weeks uh, with the Bomb and Count the Dings family. So look out for that. And of course, if you are not giving your money to Kamala and, and Joe, which I highly suggest you do, or if you don't want to. You can also give your money to Jamie Harrison in South Carolina so that he can get Lindsey Graham the fuck up out of here. That's also an option. Uh, but if you don't want to do those things, you can be a patron for Count the Dings. That's patreon.com. Count the Dings. And All who right. should they give their money to? That white man. And right at this point, you could choose any white man. Don't give your money to him. <laughs> None of them. None of them. Not Nair. White man. No, I just you want to go back. You said, you know we're inviting other people to come in and i was just like yeah treat this like uh fcbc where y'all sit at the top in the back you know and what? not on the bottom floor no, you know just so just, just observe so fcbc you have like people are from new york fcbc is a very large baptist church in new york everybody that has a young black congregation not everybody who listens to the show we don't have all black listeners karen karen well, the heathens then, if they don't oh, listen to Lord FCBC. Oh, Lord Jesus. They don't know what FCBC Shout is. Shout out to Pastor Mike. 
Mike Waldron. Uh, yeah, FCBC is a big church in Harlem with a very uh, large millennial, black millennial congregation. So that's what he saw. But no, like the whole part of the reason for this show is because we want to be able to give a proper perspective to our to our uh, brethren of different skin color so that they're getting information from proper sources and not out there in them Twitter streets because some Twitter streets can be reckless. Right? So we understand that. All right. So anyway. Be safe out there in them Twitter streets. Before we before we get into uh Trump and the fucking um Chicken Pop Rose Garden Massacre. It's the chicken pox. And the damn <laughs> the Rose Garden Massacre and the damn um super spreading that's wiping out the White House. Um I wanna so a couple of hours ago I saw a tweet from from Luther Campbell otherwise known as Dr. Luke, uh, that said that if Joe and Kamala did not call him or Trick Daddy or Rick Ross or Trina or Lil Duval... He left City Girls off of it? They were going to lose Florida. And I'm like, my nigga, first of all, this is what happens when you don't read. There is no way Slip and Slide Records is the deciding d- contingency between the Democrats finally getting a foothold in a state that always is on some fuck shit or not. That's A. B, what are you even talking about right now? Like, what are you talking about? I feel like Luke, he's been seeing Luke Cube's videos and he just... Like, happened. I guess 2004 just... Didn't. Oh, when he ran for mayor? No, you know. Oh, he, Obama? A whole... States votes just didn't count yeah. at a 2004 presidential election. You know, they made a whole movie about it. Yeah. Uh, Not only just in 2004, know. shit, 2000, Florida been on shit every year, every election year. And it's like, and even now, it's like people are trying to get the disenfranchised um, felons, former felons, trying to get their voting rights restored. But no, let's take time to do a slip and slide, slide summit. That's what's important. Let's talk, let's talk to Trina and tricking them. And take it to the house. That's 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 crucial. Shawana wana. Shabang bang. <laughs> I just I want I listen. Hip hop did emerge as a voice of the streets. Uh Chuck D did call it uh the black CNN or CNN for black youth or whatever. However, I really need y'all elder states people in hip hop to stop embarrassing us. Like, just stop. And the young people in hip hop to just. Like, I was just, about to say, don't let these chance the rapper. Ooh, I need you to stop. Off either, because you know. And shout out to um, my girl Jamila Lemieux. She posted her uh, absentee ballot in California, and I'll be damned if Kanye Omari West's name wasn't right on that motherfucker. As vice president, though, on some party, I don't even remember the person who he was on ticket with. Wow. Right on it, blam. So, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just want y'all who are tweeting demands at these people to think about what you're saying, and also like, there's what no, al- there's no alternative. There's a no alternative. Also, like, there's yeah. also that. Like at this point, if you're willing to act like. <laughs> If you were to act like it's even a, a, a option to 
not make sure anybody but Trump wins the election. Did I I I have nothing I have nothing else to say. I don't even know I don't even know what I could say. What you what you're saying in a very nice way is don't be out here in these streets tweeting and talking like Ice Cube has been doing for the last six to nine months. That's, O'Shea that's what you're has just disappointed me so greatly. I don't uh, I don't even want to talk about it. But you know what part of this is? Part of this is the deeply rooted um, 5% nation and, you know, NOI and um, black militancy that's rooted in hip hop. Because some of that is very conservative and very patriarchal, but that's a whole nother show. Like, like we've talked about conscious hip hop ain't really conscious, conscious at all. They ain't really conscious, but we gonna we'll we'll table that. It's we'll table very that. Republican if you actually break it down. But you know, I mean, <laughs> you you switch out you switch out a couple of switch out white man for black man in there a couple times. It's it's looking mm-hmm. it's looking kind of the same. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was gonna bring up um, Jonathan Price. I'm not. I'm just not. Uh, so let's let's get into Lovecraft first because we're gonna I, need a minute. I had a take on Jonathan Price. Okay, go that, for it. That stemmed from it because I remember a conversation being had on social media about this, and I remember being in a setting of 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 skin folk and kin folk of of, of both genders. Um, and it is the first thing I thought of about Jonathan Price. And I want to use my words carefully yes. because I want to present a narrative that I don't think many people think about. Okay. And it is that when we were having this conversation with, with the group I was in, a situation had happened to where um, it was either something on TV or something in the news at that time. It was a couple of years ago. And there was a situation between a young lady and a young man, and there was an argument, um, a very heated argument. And the young woman in the group was like, it was dudes just standing around and nobody jumped in. And, you know, then it was this this conversation about, oh, my my dad or that generation, they wouldn't let this happen. They wouldn't do this times have changed and I was like you're right you got a point but I was like I'm not I, I never like to play devil's advocate because the devil don't need an advocate but I was like let me bring up a point that I don't think women and most men think about sometimes that I have started to digest and I still don't know how I fully feel about this as I've grown older is that I have been more cautious when situations like that jump around because of... I mean, uh, is this something that happens in your presence regularly? or something? No, but I have no. seen it happen before. Okay. And, like, that that notion of, like, like, wait, hold on. What, like, is this worth you getting into it? Because you don't know how this could potentially turn out. Um, and I have had this conversation with friends who have become fathers and husbands and I had and talked to them and they were like, look, your mentality changes were things you used to just willingly do before. If there was just in any situation that you would jump in, that you are very slow to do that now because you have someone to go home to and right. you have people you need to take care of 
And that was the first thing I thought about when I read up on that situation. And I was just like, I wonder what his loved ones feel like. And it has, if that thought has ever crossed their mind of just like, if he stayed out of that, right. would he still be here? Which is just sad all around when you think about it, that we're even at this point in society and culture where you have to take a beat to think about something naturally that you, that is just right to do. Right, right, right. Well, I, I hear that. I think for me, the thing with Jonathan Price, and I'm not going to say he's undeserving of sympathy. He's definitely deserving of justice still. You know, obviously it's the fact that as we were all hashtagging Breonna Taylor's name and, still fighting for George Floyd. I want to say his po- his post was on June 15th, which was when it was still very much hot in these streets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shit coming up on, we just passed Juneteenth at, you know, um, that, that in that moment, it was important for him to make a statement, not just saying not all cops are bad, but like, Yo, these white people done held me down and they done fed me and I have an addiction to white women. And uh, and I think one of the last things he said was not I'm not saying that black lives don't matter, but and I don't even remember what came after that, to be frank. Because so, there was a but. <laughs> right, because there was a but. So it's like I I get people's hesitation and resistance because we all well, I'm not gonna say we all. Me, somebody who, you know, grew up in the suburbs, went to a went to a predominantly white university, I know those I know those black people who other themselves way too well. And if in 2020 you still don't understand that that does not protect you, mm-hmm. you know, mm. that that's the thing. You you know, mm. You can I'm be. About, I'm, I'm about to get up and start passing around offer plates. You can be, you know, the the good one on the job. You not yeah. like them other ones. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't argue like them other ones. But you're different. No, but we, and and all that really is is that you're the black person that white people actually bother to get to know. Mm. You're not special. You're yeah. just the only one they bother to get to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll still get shot. Mm-hmm. And you'll still, if you don't get shot, you'll still face a more biased trial. Um, knock, knock on their door with a hoodie on one night and see if you still get that. Now. And listen, this was this was a lesson I had to learn my damn self when there was a um, drug sweep because I used to be involved in all kinds of mischief when I was younger, and I used to be able to talk my way out of it. And um, that, that, that's, that's going to be another podcast. I think we should have the. Uh, it's the, a lot. It's lot. And tribulations. It's three a, part series. It's a lot, man. There's so many stories. Um, but I was about the blood. <laughs> listen, I don't look like what I've been through. Um, <laughs> I do not look like what I've. I got a testimony. Um, but there was um there was a sweep in my in the county that my mom lives in, and unbeknownst to me, there was a known drug dealer who drove the same kind of Acura to make model and color that she did, except they had tents and she didn't. And I was driving home from the grocery store. It's like Sunday morning and I I was speeding, but then I saw the cop behind me. I slowed down, mm. but 
he, so I had a New York license. This was like 2006. I had had oh. a New York license since 96. However, oh, apparently. Oh, you running back up and forth, 85 and 95. But apparently okay. I had also left South Carolina with like a ticket on South Carolina license. But I'd been pulled over in New York. I mean, I, I had been pulled over in South Carolina since. It would never been a problem because they just ran my New York license. But this dude, I guess because they were doing a sweep, he ran like my whole shit. Right. I don't know what extra numbers he typed in there, but he was like, did you have a South Carolina license? I was like, yeah, a thousand years ago. He was like, did you know it was suspended? And I was like, no, because I've had a New York license for 10 years. And I think that plus my um, my name and my mother's last name, whose registration on the card not matching up. Me Ooh, having uh-oh. an out of me because ha- my mother has oh. a different last name. Me having an out of state license in the first place. Eighty five to ninety five. Yo, your man not only decided he was going to cuff me, it's a Sunday morning. He's not only decided he's going to cuff me, he cuffed me, hands behind my back. Mm-hmm. Like, pushed me over the car, was mm-hmm. going through my bag, and was like, are you, am I going to find drugs in here? Is there a weapon in here? And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Meanwhile, I got my little glass on, I got my little tweed jacket on, I got my little ponytail. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking like, little whatever. You're and cute. I was like, You're cute. I, was cute. I was like, do I look like, to me, I'm like, do I look like a drug dealer? Like, mm-hmm. This is from Banana Republic, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. I had to learn that lesson, right? Like the the uh the talking that I used to be able to do to get out of, or the way I used to present that I could get out of shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is that shit is not it. Cause I showed I showed this been twenty I showed this been twenty uh what 28 29 about 32 hours in jail show did i showed it mm. in a jumpsuit but anyway that's a different story so i say mm. i like to say the jonathan price story um it's so tragic he still deserves justice but i but i wanted to serve as a cautionary tale just because just because them white people good with you don't mean you good with them don't they don't mean you good with them white people good with me too but that promo code has an expiration date. Sure does. Sure does. So moving on. Condolences to his family, but goddamn. Um. All right. We should real quick. What time is it? We should real quick go through um, <laughs> Lovecraft. So there's two episodes left until the season finale. I have to make about this episode. Please. One. I am six foot four, two hundred fifteen pounds. You were shook. I ain't scared of nothing. You were scared. But I love the TV light home. Okay? <laughs> Listen. Like, also. Topsy and Bopsy, Bopsy and Topsy, whatever them fucking... That's my second point. Topsy yeah. and Bopsy. Whoever does makeup on that show, if they do not win an Emmy, right. an Emmy Award or a Golden Globe, because to make, I was... Listen, I went to these women's Instagram. They're beautiful How women. you make two women that fine yeah, they're beautiful Look women. That terrifying. Terrifying. It, it was like was so funny because the whole episode, every every scene they popped up, I was like, shit. I can even cut one of these lights on. But I was right. also laughing because I was like, yo, they gigging. Like so they dancing. I said that. So off. Jamaica Craft, who is best known for being um, I think probably Sierra's choreographer, um, she did the choreography for it. Jamaica Craft also does the choreography for P Valley. Okay. Um, so Jamaica Craft did the choreography, and once I saw that, I was like, it makes sense. Cause at one point I said the same thing. I was like, y'all, the jigging and the jerking 
is getting me. Like they was hitting body they rolls. Your girl was getting the shoulders in. I was like, yo, what? I, I, I had never been so scared and entertained. And laughing at the same, same time. time. And then when she hit the back beat, it was like, ah, I was like, yo, whoa. <laughs> it was like, it was like us, but scarier. See, yeah, don't get me started on Us because I, I, I think Us is the worst movie ever made in cinematic history. But I I'll, thought Us really uncomfortable, but I mean, that kind of like disjointed movement. Yeah. It was that, ooh, yeah, it was woof. That was woof. Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Saw a little thriller in it. There was definitely a little thriller in there with the little, little shoulder, little shoulder lean, shoulder lean. There was definitely a little thriller. Um, so shout out to Jamaica, shout out to those two dynamic women. I also um, know how much of that was freestyle because I feel like at some point in time in film, and they just start, they just start getting. My guess time. would probably be the stuff they did together, or this and the stuff where like she was in silhouette and shadow. You know, like those yeah. moments were probably choreographed, and then the stuff they did separately, they was probably just going for it. I just kept saying, I was like, why is this little demon's gig? No, like, <laughs> I was like, I think if you get off the bike and start dancing with them, they'll leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> so they hit they six counts. But, but I the, was like, the thing that actually killed me is that it wasn't so much that I think the cop who's also in the Sons of Adam summoned them. I think it was she, she saw them because she was looking at that um, Uncle, Uncle Ben poster um, Remus, eyes. his name is Remus, I think. His yeah. name is his real name is Remus. I think that's his name. Um when 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 all of that shit went down. But yeah, I um I still need to read this book, but now I decided I might as well ride out these last two episodes before I read the book. And I don't know when our next VR experience is, but I was watching like I'm scared now of what they're going I told I told you it was the devil. I'm not I saying they're gonna do that. I don't think they could like somebody might have a heart attack. They can't just I do that. You. But it definitely like I don't I don't need to revisit anything that just happened in that episode that just that just passed. Um, Can we talk about uh the greatest orgasm ever had. We, I mean, yo, that was a lot. Yo, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was like, that was a lot. Okay, I said, I said, Miss Brainworth gave her that work. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. Listen, there was a lot. There was a lot going on in this episode. There was a I lot. Was like, how would you? Is this like transracial, gender neutral sex? Well, it's magic. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, it's magic. It's, it's sex. It's sex people? magic. Remember, well, who was it? Um, I didn't who used to talk about was. blood sugar sex magic? Who was that? The the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's magic. It's sex magic. That's all. It, it, was, it was. It was. It was two races. It was four people. It's magic. It was two. We we do not have to get into gender and sex when it's magic. But it's magic. I I got questions. I was like, who? Misha Green. What were you smoking (laughs) when you wrote this scene? (laughs) Who makes this up? And I was like, it's a lot. What is this? It's a lot. Listen, in the episode of when. Letitia becomes bulletproof and Tick can control demons that come out the ground. I was like, that was the least wild thing of In the, the whole, whole episode. episode. And I'm like, it's between the sex, the boxy twins, or the white woman trying to be Emmett Till. And I was just like... Yeah, was that so also much. was a lot. That was a lot, too. Oh my 
I just, yeah, these next two episodes are going to be, okay. Um, all right, for the time that we have left, you know, look, all right, so I personally, I personally believe in karma, and obviously y'all know that I personally believe in Jesus. Um, I also believe in, you know, the power of the universe. I believe in all those things. I believe that they're, they're similar energies and, and we call them by different names and different things. And however, you know, karma or cosmic retribution or the wrath of God, whatever you want to call it, rarely shows up in the way that we imagine it will. However, this shit could be in the Old Testament what's going on right now with the GOP. Or Revelations. I don't know. Or, Revel- or Revelations. I have never seen for a man who has run so just like just run all over everybody, everything, every tenant of our democracy, every decency of of humanity. Um, every code of conduct. Every code of conduct. Every you know protocol. Every social just ethical norms. social norms, ethical observations. Don't give a fuck about no. Don't give a fuck about nobody except his daughter. Like except his one daughter. That's the that's, only person he cares about. That's it. Kids, not, not none of his other kids. Not his wife, Marin. Don't give a fuck about nobody but that one daughter. For for not only him to contract COVID. But for it to spread so vehemently and quickly through the damn GOP leadership. Like right? the chicken pox. <laughs> like the chicken pox. Like they had a chicken pox party in the Rose Garden. And like and and like I said, so swiftly so that there could be no question that it hit that it all came from the same place, right? I was just like, that is God. That's God, cause because listen. 2020 is on some other shit and for all of its destructiveness for all the lives it's claimed for the way it's fucked all our lives up all our money up all everything the one thing that's been consistent that i've also seen happening this year is that if you had any shit with you your shit is outed this year like wolves been getting pulled back covers snatched drapes opened lights shone in all year long all year long on shit that's been old as hell coming back 2020 up. Right? has been an LED light. <laughs> it has been like literally it's been like on some 2020 vision shit. And it's like, I believe it, it's just the timing, Karin, the timing is too, like you couldn't so much of Trump's um, administration has been something where it's like, if you wrote it, people would be like, it's too on the nose. Like it's too on the nose. This you is terrible. This is, it? this is like that too. You know who wrote it? Who? This past weekend, I was like, I swear I wrote this. And I went back and found a column I wrote in March. And mm. I'm going to read my lead. And, okay. and as I read this, you're going to be like, no, you wrote this last you week. Was, you was prophesying? I wrote this in March. Okay. And I wrote this the day that we found out when all of this was happening, remember, mm-hmm. that Trump called Alex Rodriguez. Oh, I forgot Shout about that. Shout out Dr. Fouts. This is my lead. The coronavirus doesn't give a fuck. And that's what makes it so scary. White people can't ignore it. Rich people can't buy an antidote. And those that haven't been affected can't even find a leader to comfort them. The U.S. has become the new home of COVID-19. As our country has more confirmed cases than anywhere else on the planet, 
over 111,000 and climbing. This was it. Mm-hmm. And I went back and read that, and I was just like, damn. White people have been trying, and the GOP have been trying to ignore it. Yeah. Got their ass. I was like, the rich people that was in the Rose Garden can't buy this shit. And God I was damn. just like, all of this shit happened in a 72-hour window. And it's and it's still happening. I, I saw today the Joint Chiefs of Staff are fucking... It's like, like, so here's the thing. Clowning Trump aside, the thing I am trying to keep in mind is that, like, we are in an incredibly vulnerable place right now as a world power because our president is clearly sick, even if his ass is in the White House the White House staff is incompetent as fuck. They don't know how to handle an emergency because they gave, they didn't give a damn about any kind of ever protocols or norms ever. Um, our press secretary has COVID, so she can't tell shit not that she was anyway. And the Joint Chiefs of Staff are quarantined. Like, if somebody really wanted to get at us, and, 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 we're going into an election. If somebody really wanted to get at us, this would be the time to get at us. Prayerfully, that's not going to happen. I'm sure we got security measures in place, but in and of itself, also, this is but also in and of itself. This is why Trump playing with shit is so reckless and irresponsible because you have just left the entire country vulnerable, my dude. Yeah. All also, of us. I guess the, the small semi-positive you can find if you're mm-hmm. looking is that like everybody but New Zealand is still dealing with this too. Yeah. So it's just like, while we might be wide open right now, ain't nobody really bossed up and healthy enough well, to they're like, on, run up. Well, other people are on their second waves, which tells me that we got another wave coming as well. So, I mean, the end is not over. I'm not going to, you know, be so morbid as to uh, speculate on Trump's recovery, but I don't see this ending well because he's not taking it seriously. Like, why are you even back at the White House? Everybody in the White House is positive right now. Your ass went right back to that bitch. I don't know. But the the, the so the things I do want to point out as this unfolded. The first thing is the fact that at the news that our president was positive for COVID-19, my initial reaction was to not believe it, because I don't believe anything these motherfuckers say. And that's a problem. That's a massive problem. When something well, comes down from the just, president of the United States, and your immediate thing is like, there's no way this is true. And was it that you just didn't believe it, or that it wasn't announced and confirmed until two and a half days after he knew he had it? I didn't believe it because... And he was still out here. I didn't believe Twitter. it for two reasons. I didn't... <clears throat> this is going to sound backwards, but it makes sense if you think about it. So... First, I think that Trump had it earlier in the summer. I thought that Trump had it earlier in the summer because there have been various times when people around him were testing positive. His valet, one of his Secret Service people. So I had just decided that he was either an asymptomatic carrier or he was he was himself a super spreader. Um, two, Trump is so fucking vain and narcissistic, I could not see him admitting to being positive unless it was strategic like you know because he caught so much heat from tuesday's debate where he was clowning biden for wearing masks 
where his entire family came in late so that they wouldn't have to, you know, get their picture taken and and then like all walked except, in and took their masks off downstairs and down there in concert, except for Melania. Melania knew what the fuck was going on. Um, and and I was like, there's there's got to be a strategy here, right? But then when I saw that he wasn't tweeting come the next morning, I was like, oh, he's sick for real. I think he might be back to tweeting now, but most of the tweets that have come out of his account for the last few days, as much as they're trying to sound like him, it's not him. It's not unhinged enough to be him. It's too cohesive and it's too congruent. There's punctuation. Yeah. (laughs) The tweets are congruent. Like they put the parentheses around the K and 401k. And I was like, I don't even put the parentheses around the K and 401k. There's no way in the world Trump would do that. He has a predicate part in this sentence. Yeah. Like there's no way he called, he he said something about religious, religious liberties. I was like, he would never say that. Is that that an adverb? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you would, what? never say this and it's like and it's consistent trump never given get out the vote messaging he's just been like when i win da, 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 and this has been like get out the vote register do, oh, they don't do that shit so anyway um but so but so there's the problematic part that i don't trust anything that comes from the white house i don't trust anything that our president says i don't trust anything that comes from there that is problematic because if some real shit were happening i'm gonna be like this nigga's lying Right. So that's a problem. And and now and now it does feel like we're all under, you know, an authoritarian regime where I imagine everything to be propaganda. We all looking at the tapes he's posting like that's a green screen. That was edited. That's a this. That's that. I just I cannot believe this is our reality. But but what I noted it is when if you remember the fact that and that's the whole thing from. The fake commercial he said when he came back. That G.I. Joe ass commercial. Yeah, but I was like, Top Gun ass commercial. Yeah, I was like, and the green screens and all that, and him signing the blank pieces of paper when he's working hard from the hospital. Working hard. And I I was paying attention to the outrage and I understood it, but I was in my head like, what do you expect a reality TV star Mm -hmm. to do when shit hits the fan? Right. I was like, He's doing what exactly he thinks is the right thing to do, given to how this is the biggest Try to control the optics for yeah. a large amount of people in this country. If you are old enough, you remember the art of the deal. You remember him just being the rich white dude around, or you remember the exonerated five. If you are a little younger than that, this is the apprentice guy. Right. So if you don't have that context, Yes, this is this is what a reality show guy would do. So that's why I was just like, yeah, this it's is just still on brand. But also like in the magnitude of it, you know, we haven't had a president in the hospital for a serious illness since I was a child, since we got shot. All forty damn near forty years ago, you know. So anyway, um one thing that I found very interesting, like the on Friday as other public figures were you know, sending in their <laughs> messages. I was noticing that some people of Ooh. note would send thoughts, but not, pray- <clears throat> but not prayers. And then people was black because you know we play with that. Shit. <laughs> we don't you play with it, and it's not even like a humanity thing. Mm-mm. It's not even like a respect or is that you, you got know, turn yo- the cheek thing. It is the uh, it is the the human emotion of the toll that something takes, mm-hmm. especially in this time of social media, 
and black people turn into hashtags. And every time it's us, right. it's thoughts and prayers and no action. Right. Now when it's your turn, fam, all we got is thoughts. Yeah, that's it. Y'all like never gave because, us but also because, legislation. But also because, exactly because God knows my heart. And if I even tried to act like I was about to pray for this motherfucker. Listen, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not saying that I wish the president ill. I want to be very clear on that. Only because if it was just Donald Trump, Donald Trump, I give a fuck. I, I'm clear that it's a national security issue. And I'm clear that because we are already in an election process, because early voting has already started, mm-hmm. transference of power would not be simple. Mm-hmm. And it could possibly even delay the election. So I'm not, I'm not wishing... Trump to not recover, but I'm not standing in the gap for Trump to recover. Like, I'm not going to pretend the throne on Trump's behalf. It it, it reminds me of an old black Southern saying that my daddy used to say to me all the time. Not not the one everyone usually knows when the chicken come home to roost. Although they roosting. They roosting. my they dad used to always say, and he still says to me, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got when the gun. When the rabbit got the gun. That's real. And I was like, yep, this is that. And also, I was going to point out, uh, listeners, and you yourself, y'all, if y'all have three hours, please, please get a login, bootleg it. I don't care what you do. Find a way to watch both parts of Showtime's The Comey Effect. Mm. Trust me. In this moment, it will put so much much back into... It will take me back to leading up to 2016. And even for someone like me that was covering all that stuff Mm. and was there for a lot of that stuff and even knew the ramifications of the ripple effect... It was. It brings back the small, minor details of stuff we didn't really get to see behind the scenes to be like, oh, wow, like, this was just a... There's not really fault that you can find in any one person. It not was, not like, Anthony Weiner or what James called me himself. You can, but, like, when it's done and you see, and it ends, you're just like, yeah, they did this and they did this, but, like, who knew that this would also happen. To right. It was just like a perfect storm of a complete shit show that got us directly to this moment we're living in right now. And it's like, just watch it so that you can get the full understanding of how we got here so that we're uh-huh. never here again. Please. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Claudia Conway, who right now is the most oh, reliable oh. source of information on the side of the right <laughs> Trump camp and who honestly is like the walking definition of I don't give a fuck like we all know that 15 year olds have teen angst and they be like you know they want to rebel against their parents and everything like that but when your parents are George and Kellyanne Conway you end up with a socially with a social media savvy like charismatic attention grabbing like it's even even her like she's just like a perfect answer to her parents it's like like the fact that she is terrorizing them through social media just kind of gives me a little bit of glee because 
it's such a perfect troll for for Kellyanne and George. That's, that's not why. That's not why we're loving this. That's why you know, I'm. That's part of why I'm loving it. I, as part of, but I'm going to get to the heart of what this is. Claudia Conway, in this moment of exposing all these lies, right, on social media, the last couple weeks, is what Black people have always hoped for. But we've always just been like, if one of these white women. <laughs> all of their privilege mm-hmm. for right just one time. Right. If one of y'all could just be Captain Marvel once in real life, and that's what she has been doing. Because yeah. if, if 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 this was Sasha or Malia Obama, it would not be the same. But oh, it is no. this young teenage white woman who is doing this, and this country reacts to young teenage white girls in a different way because they are more protective, they are more lenient. They give them more space and they are more forgiving, which is why she has allowed to keep doing this over and over. Because the black and also her mama can't her 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 mama can't pull her her mama can't pull her off the net altogether because the world is watching now, right? So if all of a sudden Claudia goes quiet, everybody's gonna be like, "Where is Claudia? What she do to Claudia?" Because Claudia has planted this narrative that she's in harm's way at the house. And the funny thing is that I saw the video from like two o'clock this morning where Kellyanne finally went to snatch that phone and people were responding like, Oh my God, is she in danger? And I was like, that's, that's the mama snatch. That's yeah. all. That's all that is. I know that snatch. I've seen that hand come at me, but Kellyanne too can't, too late. she can't, she can't take the phone away. Even though she tweeted at two 30 in the morning, that was basically like, I can't believe y'all. My daughter is brilliant, but she's fucking 15. What is wrong with y'all? And I was like, I cannot imagine having my mama have to get out of her bed and tweet to the world at 2.30 in the morning because I got her on the ropes like that. God bless you, Claudia Conway. Being a teenage white girl is some other shit. Because let me tell you, y'all wouldn't have seen my ass again until I was about 18 years old. They would have been like, well, it's Naima. My mama would have been like, she is. Unit. <laughs> she is in her studies. She getting her learning. She would be making family appearances only. Yeah, like, she decided yeah. to go to a monastery school. <laughs> and, uh, we sent her to years. Switzerland uh, so she could focus on her education. We thought that was best at the time. Uh, yeah, but they can't do that with her. It's fascinating to watch. Um, what else you got? Carm, we get out of here. What else do we need to be on the lookout for this week? Um, Aside from the I, debate, I'm just this. This debate is going to be. Um, I feel like there would be some decorum in this, given who the two people are. Um, which would be. I mean, we hope so, but Pence's decorum is going to be snarky in that. Like, no, no, I don't really like. Him I mean, at like, all. listen, it, it will. When I say that, I mean. Pence, who, by the way, is still on the campaign trail instead of isolating. Let's just put that out there. Like, when I, when I, and I know they're fighting over the panel. Right. They have between them. Um, they still were earlier before, and they might have decided by now. By the fighting time in what way? Um, you know, Kamala is trying to get that panel. Like, nah, fam, you on that side? Oh, I'm Pence don't want it. Uh, of course you don't. But just the fact that you know, covering twenty sixteen. There are always murmurs and conversations that I think got overlapped by the antics of Trump that people were like, look, Trump's a, a shit show. Um, but the actual fear of what this election could be is the policies and the way Mike Pence knows how to move because like this is the dude that was trying to do like the, the back in uh, Indiana, sending gay kids 
so they can. Oh be yeah, for conversion therapy, therapy, and who also and all that, but and so also like, helped contribute to a an entire HIV epidemic yeah. in 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 Indiana. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Pence, well, in terms of that type of stuff and the policies. That is the guy to watch out for because he is the actual politician. And he's evil. And he, and he can catch you off guard because he knows how to present. Right. He has the, I don't go to dinners with another woman without my wife. He's not going to hoot and holler. He's not going to be disrespectful. Because gonna, evil. Yeah, like he's going to shake hands. He's a robot. He is going to, what we know as present presidential, and then that makes you sometimes take your foot off the gas with actually he in the back room signing papers that is going to destroy your life. And yeah. I was like, so in terms of, of that, it won't be the shenanigans of last week, but he is going up against a cold-blooded sniper. Yeah. Who is, if you have seen it, the thing I have loved so much about Kamala Harris in this race when she was trying to be president to now is that you have seen this transformation of her just very, with, with so much class, disposing of her fucks to give. Because it seems right. like month after month, right. she is taking off that, nah, let me remind you niggas where the fuck I'm from, right? <laughs> who the fuck I am, and the life that I'm about. Real quick. And I think... Tonight, for you listeners, because it will be tonight, we might get all of that in a way we haven't seen. We've seen her on the Senate floor. This is a week we need it. That. But <laughs> it is going to be a different wave of it. And out. You know what I'm hoping? Do you remember? Do you remember um, the the vice the vice pres the vice presidential debates in um the second um Obama election between. Um, between Biden and Rubio, where he mopped the floor with Marco Rubio. Do you remember that? I don't. And like your man was drinking water because he was so shook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the gift. It's coming back to me now. Yo, Biden went, like, that was just amazing. I would love to see oven of that. Like, he had, like, he was just on attack. I would love to see a version of that. I just want to see. I just want to see Kamala show, because I mean, here's the thing. Statistically and scientifically and mathematically, the likelihood that Kamala will end up being our president if Biden is elected is not small, right? So, um, I just want her to really. I want her to win over everybody who has been sleeping on her. Really, you know. I I have always thought that she was the best person for the job in general from the time she put her name in the hat. <clears throat> I, I knew was, they <clears throat> weren't going to let her rise to the top, though. Not, like, for a black woman to follow a black man, yeah. I just knew they and weren't going to let I that was, rock. Like, my, my, I was heartbroken when she dropped out, and this because it wasn't even necessarily the black woman can be the president narrative. Mm -hmm. It was that I was disheartened by we had had two women for the first time, and if you throw in Elizabeth Warren, three, who really had a shot at this. Mm -hmm. Like, no, nah, they can pull this off when we go back to Hillary. Right. And I like to tell people all the time, like, look, Hillary Clinton, 
there has never been a more qualified person in the Hillary America. was the most Hillary was more, more qualified than Obama. Shit. History that has she more, been she was more qualified when she ran than Clinton than her husband was when he ran. Correct. Legit. And yeah. it was like from Hillary to Warren to Kamala. This wasn't just this wasn't some Sarah Palin shit. Right. This was if they were dudes. This wouldn't even be a discussion. Right. Like, this would be a done deal. And that was disheartening just because it was like, that's just how messed up this process is. And uh, I'm sorry, a fourth one, Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Uh, because it was like, no, like, if this is about supposed to be for the best person for the job, we have four of the best people ever. Right. Regardless of party that can do this, but... We're just in an area where it's just like, nah, we're just not going to let this white woman win, even though she won by more than three million popular votes, which I always tell people. And they'd be like, Hillary lost it, lost to Trump. No, she didn't. She won. She won. She lost the electoral electoral vote. Yeah. Get get, get the words matter. She won the the popular vote. vote. Yeah. Um, And it was like, we've had in this last couple of years, just like four women, two, two of them are sisters that could actually do this. And it's just like, we have so, 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 so much further to go. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that if anybody was a fence sitter, and I'm and I'm going to hope that our listeners are not that, um, you know, just seeing, if nothing else, seeing the tactlessness of the White House in the face of an actual emergency uh, changed your mind. If, if, Ruth did, if Ruth's death didn't change your mind, that school seat didn't scare you, Hopefully this scared you. And sadly, I had the feeling we got some more shit coming up to scare you before it's all said and done, right? And so, and, and, and if you were a fence sitter, I don't really have that much sympathy for <laughs> right? Because the fence you were sitting on was a barbed wire fence. Word life. So you were sitting up there... On some bullshit. Bleeding just because it was a willful choice. Yes, this is true. This is very true. Um, But now that we're done fussing at y'all, I will say... um. As I say every week, y'all could be listening to or watching anybody in the world. You're here with us. We're thankful for it. Um, watch the debates. We'll be back to talk about it next Have week. Have some wine. Um, Have some wine, please. Yeah, That's- definitely. Drink. Drinking is encouraged. Um, also, next week, one of the things I was going to talk about this week, I wanted to delve a little bit into um, Black Greek Black Greek organizations because there is a WAPO reporter that keeps insisting on fucking up uh, all references to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Shout out to the concerned. My favorite girl. Shout out to my sister. You know what? Shout mm-hmm. out to my sister Greeks of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Whatever, Karin. It's fine. I know how many dogs you got in your life, nigga. Uh, and what's big is out there in the street. Okay, we we gotta keep some stuff going. Just saying. Um, just saying. And, uh, of course, you guys can holler at us on Twitter. Talk to us. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're thinking. You got questions. You got comments. Uh, don't talk like, crazy. Subscribe. You get a whole country after um, you. Don't be, that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. And, uh, right. And he's still suspended. But, and, um, shout out to South Africa. Shout out to South Africa. I do love y'all. Um, yeah. And uh, what's about to say? Oh, and watch. Uh, Karin doesn't have his arms out this week, but maybe he'll have his arms out next week. So we'll see. Yeah, I pull out the oil. We'll see how this debate goes. Wow. All right. Later, guys. Stay safe. Please wear a mask. 
and make sure you have make sure you have your election make sure you have your voting plan yes be like me i voted last week be like me i'm happy to hear it all right y'all later